please join me in the litany of praise. The Lord be with you. As we enter the season of Advent, bless us, O Lord, with your call to love and service for all your children, a call rooted in faith and hope. God, Advent is a season of arrivals, a season of coming home. There will be frequently seen faces and frequently heard voices to welcome, and those whom we've not heard or seen for some time, along with some new faces and new voices. Let us welcome them all home, to your home, with the same love and kindness with which we would want to be welcomed, for all are familiar to you, and there are no strangers in your home. Good morning and welcome to the worship of God at Northminster Baptist Church on this first Sunday of Advent. We are glad that you are here. As I walked the halls this morning, I heard children's voices singing as they practiced the living nativity. I participated in a wild search for matches to light all the Advent wreaths. I saw the leaning tower of Kleenexes for bags to boarding homes, tags being placed on the angel tree, and the lots of people sporting their purple clothing, all signs and symbols of Advent. As we set our feet on the purple path, we begin a new liturgical year, beginning this year as we do each year, anticipating the birth of Christ, the birth of hope the hope of Christ that is the reason we gather here for worship. Happy New Year. Let us worship God together. With hope in our hearts, we join our family of faith around the world in reading lessons from the Book of Psalms and 1 Thessalonians. Our first lesson is from Psalm 25, beginning in verse 1. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. 
Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me, for your goodness' sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, the Lord instructs sinners in the way. The Lord leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble the way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep the Lord's covenants and decrees. Our second lesson comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, beginning in verse 9. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy that we feel before our God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you face to face and restore whatever is lacking in your faith. Now may our Lord God and Father and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we abound in love for you. And may the Lord so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. First Thessalonians reminds us that God will strengthen us to the end. As we come to this time of quiet, may we find strength in the knowledge that God hears our prayers and speaks to our souls. Let us go to God together in quiet. With the candle of hope burning before us, we are reminded that our hope is found in the life of Christ. And it is in the strength of that hope and on behalf of the church that I say to you, dear family of faith, rejoice, for our sins are forgiven. Holy and gracious God, 
We are grateful this morning for the hope that we find gathered here. God, we want to be hope bearers in the world, but so often the circumstances of our lives cause us to live as one without hope. We pray that in those times, you would help us to return to the touchstone of hope that we find in you and the hope that we find in being together. When we are overwhelmed by anger and violence and fear, show us how we might cling to and respond in your hope. We give you thanks for the strong examples of hope that we have here. Bearers of hope who carry bags to those in boarding homes all around our city. People who pray with hope on Monday mornings. Those who gather in hope at hospital beds and gravesides. People who deliver hope in the form of a meal or a sandwich. Help us, God, in this season of preparation to pay attention to where your hope is needed most and to go to those places. As we meet at the table of our Lord this morning, help us to remember the hope that flows from the life it represents. As we taste the bread and drink the cup, help us to remember all that you have done. And as we pray for hope, help us also to pray what Christ the center of our hope taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
please pray with me? Dear God, Black Friday and Cyber Monday have now yielded, as they should, to Purple Sundays. Let us please use these Sundays to reflect on the gifts in all and any form that we can offer to address the needs of our church in both this and the coming year. Amen. first Sunday in the season of Advent, the first Sunday of a brand new Christian year, finds us bound to believers throughout the whole wide earth by the lessons of scripture we have already read and heard this morning, and now by today's gospel lesson from Luke chapter 21. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars and on the earth, distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. 
people will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then Jesus told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves, and you know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth might pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that they catch you unexpectedly, like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
peace of our Lord be with you. Teach us your paths, O Lord, and lead us in your truth. Every time the lectionary asks the church throughout the world to read those words from today's psalm on the first Sunday of Advent, they call to mind for me a similar prayer from the poet Mary Oliver who spoke for many of us when she said, Another morning, and I wake with thirst for the goodness I do not yet have. The poet, like the psalmist, longing, yearning, just aching, to take the next small step along the lifelong path to a deeper life with God, which is also our yearning and longing for each new day every day, but never more so than on this day of new beginnings when all of us together begin another Advent journey, all of us with the psalmist longing to travel farther along the path to a deeper life with God, hoping to get on and stay on the path to depth, praying to live all day, every day, a centered, grounded, mindful, thoughtful, prayerful, gentle life of kindness, courage, and moral clarity. All of our words and actions preparing the way each new Advent day for Jesus to be born again in all that we do and all that we say. Amen. together as a congregation on the first Sunday of every month. And whenever we come to receive communion in this way, it is very important to us for everyone in the room to know that if you have gathered in this space, you are welcome at this table invited to join us in repentance and thanksgiving and in receiving the bread and cup of Holy Communion. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, 
our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Thanks be to God for the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus. Thanks be to God for the table of
Spirit of Christ our Lord, who lived as he died and died as he lived, arms out as wide as the world, drink this cup. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during the time of response. As we prepare to go, we want to encourage all of you who can to return here at 1 o'clock uh, as we gather in the Great Hall for the 41st installment of our annual boarding homes effort. For 41 of our church's 51 years, we have assembled bags of gifts for residents personal care homes, fanned out across our city in a small gesture that embodies the love of God at the beginning of Advent and the approach of Christmas for hundreds of people across our city in need of help and hope. If you've passed by the Great Hall this morning, you have seen the abundance of gifts that are assembled on the tables waiting to be bagged up and distributed by all of us, and you have also seen the tallest ever youth group boarding homes Kleenex box tower in the history of Northminster. Makes you wish the church history book had not yet been completed. <laughs> Yesterday was a day of great life here at Northminster, and today is to we look forward to all of you who can be here uh, joining in this important effort this afternoon.
Now go from this table to all of your other tables, resting yourselves in the love of God, casting your cares upon the grace of God, and placing your lives in the hands of God, the hands that will hold you and never let you go. Amen.